What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. In today's episode, you're going to find Irvin bringing you a solo episode and bringing you some nerd news of the month because it's been a little over the month since the last time that we actually did one. As always, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. Please help us grow this audience. We want to continue to do this because we love to do this for you guys. All right, that said, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vore! What's up, what's up? Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. I am your main host, Irvin, bringing you some nerd news of the month. Let's jump right into it. Let's get to business. Let's see what's going on in that pop culture universe that we all love. Now, I may have mentioned this before, but I still think it's pretty cool. So, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is happening. So, the very popular game by Aspire and Sony, they've basically teamed up with Lucasfilm Games to create a remake of the classic Star Wars adventure game from the ground up. So, I want to know your thoughts. Should they remake this classic game or, you know, to, to bring it into speed, into the modern age with modern technology? Or should they, you know, leave it as is, leave it in the nostalgia? What do you guys think? I personally never played this game. I think I stopped with one of the very first Star Wars games that I... Star Wars Force Unleashed, I think. And the only reason being was I just... I don't know. I, I'm Sometimes RPGs aren't really my thing. And I feel like that's what most of the Star Wars ones are. They did evolve that with like Star Wars Battlefront and different games. And so they've kind of switched that up a little bit. So I'm curious to see what they do. But I don't know if it's going to be for me. However, I know it's super popular because a lot of people love the Old Republic. I want to say they're even doing a movie based on that. The High Republic and the Old Republic were both talks as far as Star Wars projects for the future movie-wise. Speaking of movies, we kind of have a big announcement on this one. This one came out of nowhere. I didn't even see this on the radar. We have news that uh, the new Captain America, Sam Wilson, a.k.a. my personal spirit animal, Anthony Mackie, has landed the role of John Doe at Sony Pictures for the television debut of Twisted Metal live-action show based on the popular video game from back in the day, you know, from the... PS1 era, which I think is pretty awesome. I've talked to a few people. They've said as long as it's based off of Twisted Metal 1 and 2, then it should be good. I don't remember those games having a plot or uh, an arc of any sort, but sure, let's, let's go with that because I have nothing else to base it off of. Continuing on our movie chatter here, or not movie chatter, but our TV chatter here, we have... The Boys Season 3 has officially wrapped and some of the actors actually took to their social media accounts to kind of showcase that fact. There's still not a release date on it, but take it as this. We're one step closer to getting The Boys Season 3. If you haven't watched The Boys Seasons 1 and 2, I highly recommend you binge it. It is, it's pretty epic. It's very gory. It's essentially a take on what if the Justice League were all POSs and bad, pretty much. Human. Flawed. It's a great show. Another one that uh, I would recommend is Invincible. Kind of the same thought process, but that one is animated. It's based off of the comic books. 
Continuing on with some TV chatter, but switching over to Disney this time, we have our first official trailer drop for the Hawkeye Disney Plus show. And it looked pretty epic. I'm not going to lie. Kate Bishop is on there. You have Ronan to an extent. You have Hawkeye, the Hawkeye, not Hawkeye 2.0, which is Kate Bishop. So it should be interesting to see what they do and how their chemistry is going to work. I'm actually super excited for the show. Just one more Disney show. I believe the release date is going to be in late November. Which brings me to my next kind of side sidetracking here a little bit. Something that I'm excited for is going to be the Eternals. I'm excited for that to come up. I actually haven't seen Venom yet, and I haven't seen No Time to Die, which are the two big movies, that blockbuster movies that have come out. I just haven't had time and uh, energy, really. <laughs> I've had a little bit of time, but the energy. Anyways, with that being said, I really am going to make an effort to go see the Eternals in the theaters just because I've heard a lot of chatter. Uh, I know they're going to debut at a film festival, and the fact that they're doing that means it's going to be a slightly different take on a Marvel movie, which is what I've been craving and looking for. It's what I've been preaching to Marvel for the past, I would say, year and a half, two years with uh, subgenres, essentially since The Joker came out. And really, uh, Old Man Logan, I thought that producers, writers, and you know the actors within the movies can kind of go to a different path. They don't have to follow the, the exact Marvel formula. That worked for that decade. I think they have to adapt and adjust a little bit and start doing these, uh, these subgenres. Give me a spy movie within the superhero genre, you know? Give me a kung fu movie like Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings within the Marvel Universe. However, still tie it all together. Like, that, that, that was epic. You got to do that. Another thing is it's th- they're still not quite hitting my expectations like Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Black Widow didn't hit it at all. But Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings was a little bit closer, so that was at least a step in the right direction. But yeah, man, shub, shub, sh- Shang-Chi... Uh, sub-genres, that's, that's my recommendation. Speaking of, you know, writers and producers and all that jazz, uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's star-studded cast for his newest movie called Nightmare Alley has debuted. So, go watch this trailer. Highly recommend it. It looks very suspenseful, set in the early 1900s, I'd imagine, and just kind of spooky. It has... Brad Pitt in or not Brad Pitt it has Bradley Cooper in it. It has uh what is it? Kate Blanchett. It has William Defoe. Like it, there's so many people in this and you're just like, "Whoa." So I highly recommend it. It looks kind of a uh, kind of weird, not going to lie, but uh but very interesting. It's either like the 19 it's somewhere in the 1900s, like 1900 to 1950, let's call it. All right, let's keep trucking along here, y'all. So something that I came across recently that, uh, again, was not on my radar, and I I feel like I have a pretty good pulse on the pop culture. Granted, there's a lot of things that go unnoticed, and this was one of them. I had no idea they were doing a remake of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because they're doing a Hulu show called Bel-Air. So the Fresh Prince of of Bel-Air reboot has officially announced their main cast for the show. You have people, and they're mainly unknowns. You have uh, Jabari Banks as Will, Adrian Holmes as Philip Banks, Cassandra Freeman as Vivian Banks, Ali Sholatan as Carlton Banks, Coco Jones as Hillary Banks, 
Akira Akbar as Ashley Banks, Jimmy Akingbaola as Jeffrey, Jordan L. Jones as Jazz, and Simone Joy Jones as Lisa. So I'm I'm curious, you know, what kind of spin they're going to do. They're going to have to do a, like a modern spin, I would imagine, to differentiate from the OG. But I think a lot of things aren't going to resonate because that show, there was a lot of truths behind it, you know. Uh, Will really did get in trouble and had to move. It, it was based off of Will's life, whereas this is just a remake of someone else's life. So I don't personally think it's going to hit home, but who knows? Maybe Maybe I'm completely wrong. Another interesting thing here, kind of uh, talking about streaming, we have Paramount Plus and Showtime are actually combining to uh, do a little special for folks. So until midnight on October 20th, so you still have time, subscribers can pay $10 for the ad-supported tier with limited ads on select Paramount Plus programming or $13 for the ad-free option as standalones. The two tiers of Paramount Plus currently cost $5 and $10, while Showtime is at $11. So you would be saving a little bit of money. So if you've been looking to get these two, this would be the time to do it. You still have some time, as today is not anywhere near October 20th. I believe you have about a week to go when this debuts. So that moving forward, anyways, continuing on here. I got a little sidetracked there. Lost my place. Big news here. And stupid news, guilty pleasure news. Let's call this the guilty pleasure news. Netflix has officially confirmed that a season two happening later this year of Tiger King is happening. What? Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Crazy. I was not expecting a uh, second season to happen. I'm, I'm curious how they're going to do it because I thought a lot of the footage was deleted in that uh, in that fire, but maybe not. Maybe they found a way to salvage some of the stuff. Who knows? But super interesting. So continuing on, moving forward. Again, we're trying to just get through these as quickly as possible. My goal is 15 minutes, but I don't think I'm going to hit that, to be honest with y'all. All right, moving on. News, Nintendo and Illumination are working together to bring an animated movie for 2022. They officially cast the lead roles. The main man, Mario, is going to be none other than Chris Hemsworth himself. Princess Peach is going to be none other than the chess master, a.k.a. the Queen's Gambit. We have Anya Taylor-Joy. Then, of course, we're going to have Charlie Day as Luigi next to the Mario and then who else we have? We have Jack Black as Bowser, the bad guy. We have Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which I think that's a perfect casting there. And then Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. And stand-up comedian Sebastian Maniscolo as Spike. So each voice actor was cast for their ability to capture the unique spirit of the character. So that's super interesting. I think they all have very unique voices. If I left anybody out, I apologize, whatever. But I thought uh, I thought the casting was pretty solid, so I'm excited and looking forward to that one. Now, I've talked about this in a previous episode, and that's okay. But I think it's, it's worthy of noting this again, because this is one of my favorite uh, animes out there. So I recently finished watching My Hero Academia Season 5, but the end of that season and the post credit scene is is gearing you up towards war. I think everything is going to shift from here on out. I think it's going to get a little bit edgier, a little bit darker. And I'm hoping that they have at least a good three to four seasons in them to kind of showcase that and then go from there. I also hope that there is an aging process within it 
So nothing crazy, you know, I don't want 10 years, but maybe a three, four year bump to kind of uh, let these characters evolve, evolve a little bit off screen and then give us a little bit of uh, surprise and shock and awe from it. But that's that's just my hopes. I doubt it actually happens. But the next season looks like it's going to be the most epic of all of them. Star Wars fans rejoice. We have an official poster from Disney Plus with the announcement of The Book of Boba Fett coming out December 29th. So that's something to look forward to in December. I think the next, basically the fall season is going to be epic between the Eternals, between Spider-Man. We have The Book of Boba Fett, like all these things are debuting. Speaking of Star Wars, we have the voice actress Omega from The Bad Batch has confirmed that season two recording has gone underway or has begun. We know that because she posted a selfie on her social media page of her in the booth and actually mentioned, hey, we, we started shooting again. So kind of a big deal. So something for all my Disney Plus people here, Black Widow is now free to stream. I actually rewatched it yesterday while I was doing a little bit of work. So that is available again. Uh, I thought it was a little bit better than I actually remembered. So it's still in the lower half of the Marvel movies, but uh, but it's it wasn't bad. I'd say it's Right in the middle, right in the middle. Nothing nothing that just blew my mind away. What's her name? The uh, the younger sister, Yelena, definitely steals the show. Definitely steals every scene. And it's just evident in this rewatch. Some very big news, not Disney related, but rather their rival as far as theme parks are concerned. Beginning in 2022, Universal and the Pokemon Company will enter a long-term partnership to immerse park guests in the world of Pokemon. The new attractions will combine real and virtual experiences to create a new revolutionary park experience. Heck yeah, I am down for that. I love Pokemon. I grew up on it. A lot of nostalgia there. And it's a multi-generational game, so you're going to have a very big fan base. People who are in their 30s, such as myself, are now having kids. And guess what they're doing? They're going to watch Pokemon. And so guess what's going to happen? They're going to go to these parks. So it's a very long-term investment for Universal. I think it's a very strong partnership. Now, how there's no Japanese anime theme park where it's pure anime, just beyond me. Give me Dragon Ball, Naruto, One Piece. Are you kidding me? You'd have all those fans there in a heartbeat. I think uh, that's a missed opportunity. Billionaires, I know y'all are listening. Obviously, y'all listen to my show. So clearly, get on it, boys. I should start making some moves and trying to get people to do that and build that theme park, mainly because I would want to be a part of it. Who who would I have to talk to to make that happen? Who knows? Who knows? All right, switching back over to Disney+, Plus, we have a Disney Plus spinoff that's going to happen. Agatha Harkness getting her own show. So according to Variety, Katherine Hahn would reprise the role as Agatha Harkness in the series. The conversation for a dark comedy starting the actress has begun and is all but official. So I'm sure they're just working out the details and the kinks. And then, yeah, that's pretty much what it's going to be. Now, we will cap off with, you know, let's let's do this. Disney Studios is making a movie about Walt Disney building Disneyland for Disney+. Plus. That's totally meta, brah. Very meta. That's uh, that's some Disneyception for your ass right there. The House of Mouse is just all over it, man. So that's kind of cool. Um, it's really interesting concept when you think of very successful people, and usually at some point in life they have failed, tasted the flavor of failure, and did did dislike it. From people like Michael Jordan not making the varsity team when he was young. From Oprah getting kicked off of basically 
live news and making her empire to Walt Disney uh, saying he had no imagination. So all these people, really interesting. I'd be curious to see what kind of information they come out with. Hopefully it's not like a uh, like a puff piece and they uh, they get a little nitty gritty in it. But who knows? I'm, I'm still curious. Uh, if you've never been to Disney World or Disneyland, I haven't been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World. And it is, uh, it is, it is incredible. I, I had the time of my life. Shout out to Traveling Ears Vacation. Go through them. Find them on Instagram. For your Disney vacations. They will hook you up. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll give you some, some solid deals. You can actually use your code Nerd Nostalgia through them to, uh, to book it. If you go to their website or just mention us. Uh, anyways, shout out to them. Shout out to Mr. Traveling Ears Vacation or Mr. Traveling Ears. I think it's just his IG name. Because that's who I went with, and we had an absolute epic time. Uh, they pretty much planned everything, and we did a bro trip, which you wouldn't think that would be the case. But if you go to Epcot and drink every night and drink while you're there walking around without kiddos, I think is a way different experience than, than most parents would get. But as adults, I highly recommend that you do it. You're on the move. You're going to be tired, but it's still so worth it. All right, guys. I wanted to cap off with this one. It's still some Disney information, some Disney news here. It's Marvel movies, Disney related. And so there was a rumor literally that happened about two days ago that said from the Cosmic Circus that um, they pretty much had cast Adam Warlock. And so they said that Will Poulter was rumored to be cast as Adam Warlock, but they were like, hey, we can't officially solidify this as a piece of news, but it's it's pretty much a done deal. And so everybody was like, it's BS, it's BS. They were reached tweeting quotes from James Gunn saying like, y'all think I'm going to pick a Caucasian guy just cause it's, you know, he has gold skin. Like I have anybody to choose from. Well, it turns out, yeah, no, he did pick somebody, but the person they picked, I think was actually a solid choice, uh, just based off the hair alone. But I do see another reason that they picked him was because of the fact that he is young and there's some longevity there to it. So it sounds like the, uh, the cosmic wars are coming with Adam Warlock being cast. Now I can only imagine what the comic books are. Uh, I'm sure they're to the moon today. But yeah, he has officially been cast. It's the guy from We Are the Millers, the guy that um, that uh, yeah. There's a lot of memes about him, but yeah, go ahead and check him out. Will Poulter, uh, definitely a good actor. Highly recommend you watch some of his movies. He's uh, he's got some range, and I think that's why they went with him as well. Well, guys, that's gonna be it. I did not hit the 15 minute mark, but I did do sub 20, so that's something, you know. Get you in and out of the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast, back into your life to do what you need to do, baby. Anyways, as always, guys, head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. Help us grow this audience. And that being said, enter catchphrase here.